Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Taran here with us who's back in Melbourne for good. Back in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, as usual, I'm here with my pants off. Isn't this a thing we do? <laughs> oh no, no. It's just... Anyway, it's, we've started. It's too late now. It's too late. I'm not putting the back on. <laughs> welcome back to returning listeners. So we've had a bit I of... I thought a... you were going to say welcome back to me. No, no, no. You don't matter. Returning listeners, welcome back. So uh, we've had a bit of a break. I was moving. We had a bit of a slow month as well in terms of movies. Not much. Yeah. But we did watch a whole heap of them, actually. Um, we did a bit of a movie marathon a couple of weeks ago, and then I watched a couple of movies last week. So we're going to talk about all of those. Kind of, kind of going to like have a, a movie review marathon in this episode. So it's going to be like, I think we've got five reviews that we're doing. So yeah. It would have been six, but you were meant to watch a movie which you didn't watch, yeah. and you're probably not ever going to watch. Never going to watch it, <laughs> which was Rambo: had, Last Blood. I had many opportunities, but just didn't didn't want to. Yeah, I did watch Ad Astra. So our plan was that you Dad watch Ad Astra. You could start. You, not yet, but I've, I've got some of them too. You were meant to watch Rambo: Last Blood, and I was meant to watch. That was the plan. Yes, Ad Astra. I did follow through with the plan but you didn't i've read a plot synopsis for rambo last blood does that do you want me to go through that <laughs> well i don't know if that suffice right that will suffice you've got um you need to know if the movie's good or not it's all right i, I saw something on netflix that we'll talk about later yes yeah we'll we'll get to that later but we'll start with ad astra so do you think it was good astra bad astra or disaster. I think it was sad Astra. <laughs> it was a bit of there was definitely Brad Astra though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really Rad Astra. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Have we exhausted all of this? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but anyway, before we get to Ad Astra, I had a who am I sort of related to Ad Astra? It's probably not. Yeah. But here we go. I'm a member of the Olympians, a group of humanoid beings that hail from the pocket dimension Olympus. 
I was worshipped by the humans of the of ancient Greece and the Roman Empire. I'm the god of horses and the sea, storm and earthquakes. Born over 10,000 years ago, I was the oldest son of the titans Cronus and Rhea. However, my father feared Uranus's prophecy that his own son will over overthrow him. Any child my mother bore him, he imprisoned in Tartarus in his own stomach by eating them. I was consumed along with my siblings. Appalled at the mistreatment of their children, my mother concealed her sixth pregnancy from him and secretly gave birth to Zeus. When he was grown, Zeus went down to Tartarus and freed me and my siblings. In modern times, I sent Namor on a quest to reclaim his trident in order to regain the Atlantean throne. Afterwards, I decreed Namor the true ruler of Atlantis. Who am I? How is this related to Ad Astra? <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I don't think it's related to that. It's uh, very cryptically related. Okay. But I think you know who this is. I do. Yeah. I've read a lot of Percy Jackson. Anyway, Ad Astra. So it released on the 20th of September. It's directed by James Gray. His previous work, which I had heard of, was The Lost City of Z. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I heard it was all right. It's got it's- Charlie Hunnam, yeah. And Robert Pattinson? Yeah, I think so. So it's produced by a range of people, but Brad Pitt's one of the producers. Hence Brad Astra. Yes, yeah. And obviously it stars uh, Brad Pitt. Box office-wise, firstly budget-wise, budget, it's between 80 and 100 mil, which is... It looks pretty good. too expensive, is it? Yeah, and it looks pretty good for a... How much was Interstellar? I'm guessing it would have been more than that. I'll look it up. Anyway, box office-wise, it's done 93.1 million worldwide. So it's not like setting the box office on fire by any means, underperforming, but it's not... Anyway, we'll get into the, the movie in a second. Do you know what Ad Astra means? Uh, Astra is something to do with space, is it? <laughs> so it means to the stars. Okay, yeah. I'm guessing in Latin? Yes. Yeah. Astral plane. That's something. I'm guessing it comes from... <laughs> Thanks for that. Yes. <laughs> Interstellar was 165 million. It's yeah, it's not as uh, extravagant as Interstellar. It's more of a like a a character in space sort of movie. Mm. Like there's not as much action as Interstellar. Story wise, I'll go through. You the story. can't tell me the story. Well, you can't ask me to go through the story. <laughs> you haven't seen it. You can no. guess what the story is. He actually know the story because I've listened to a podcast on it. All right, but he. He goes to find his dad is... In space. In space, yes. Pretty much. So it's it's the near future and Brad Pitt... I don't actually remember what his actual name is in the movie, but Brad it's Pitt... Brad Astra. <laughs> <laughs> he's an accomplished astronaut and he's a son of a famed astronaut who's known as a hero because he kind he's of... He's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, he's Tommy Lee Jones. That, so he's basically... Because he's Tommy Lee Jones, he's, he's known a, as a hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but his father went on an expedition into space and he supposedly sacrificed his life for something so he's gone he's he died in space or so they think mm. in the modern day um there's these mysterious occurrences of power surges which are causing havoc around the whole solar system and they ask brad pitt because he's uh one the of best the best astronaut one of the best astronauts he's known for his having, heart rate yeah having a really low or like steady heart rate and he doesn't get angry or feel emotional or anything um, in general. Which is great for a main character. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. an easy job for him. And basically, the they trace back the power surges to Neptune, which happens to be where his father went on his expedition. So they ask Brad Pitt to 
go into space or specifically go to Mars and then send a transmission to his father who they think might still be alive. And yeah, he needs to figure out what's going on. Okay, so what did I think of the movie? Positives. I love how you're just asking yourself questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just doing this by myself. You don't even need to be here. Positives. Visuals and the overall atmosphere was really good. I think any space movie, if it's made well, it is like interesting in some way. It might just be for me because I... You like space. I like space stuff. I actually wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. And then I realized... Oh, really? You don't have the physical structure for it? That. And um, I realized how much training and stuff you have to do. Like all the... It's like you got to be at peak fitness levels and you also got to be super smart. Yeah. Yeah. Both of which I don't have. Both of which you don't have, yeah. (laughs) So I gave up on that dream pretty early. But visuals-wise, it's really good. It's not like, like I said, it's not like Interstellar. Like there's not heaps of visuals. They don't like visit heaps of planets or anything. But it's um, it still looks good. I would say, I would equate it to like gravity in terms of visuals. The space setting was really good as well. So it's in the near future. They don't say. I don't think they say how far in the future it is, but it's basically far enough for us to have commercial. Um, I heard about this commercial plane to moon. Yeah, moon. commercial yeah. Um, rockets to the moon. And there's like people living on the moon and there's people living on Mars as well. So they've obviously done some space travel and they've kind of... Is there commercial flights to Mars? No. So it's only to the moon. Maybe there is, but he doesn't get a commercial flight to the to Mars. He gets a private one. But the moon, like people just go there for like holidays and stuff. So okay, yeah. That was pretty there's cool. There's probably not much to see there. <laughs> no, nah, there's not much. There's yeah. like... We'll get into spoilers, but there's like... Yeah, like there's weird stuff on the moon <laughs> um, and and in space as well, like other stuff that you see. Like there's some contrasting tones in this movie. Like there's some stuff that I didn't get why they were in it. And obviously the other positive is probably expected is Brad, Brad Astra. Yeah, yeah, Brad Astra. He was um, he was pretty good. It, the, the whole movie is pretty much centered around him. But given that he is a character that doesn't show any emotion, did he have to do anything in this movie or does he just be there and not have emotion on his face. I would say for 80% of the movie, he doesn't show emotion and he doesn't really say anything in the movie either because he's basically by himself for most of the movie. <laughs> so he didn't so, have to do much. <laughs> but there's like a, a narration that he does throughout the movie. So yeah. there's a lot of that. And I mean, there's a bit of a character arc where he ends up showing some emotion, mm. um, obviously. Like they wouldn't keep him like that for the whole movie. So he did pretty well. And he like he had to... Pretty much carried Carry the movie. So because he, he's the only person. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he did he did a good job. Negatives, I thought it was very... Boring. I wouldn't say very boring. I was sort of interested in it because of the space stuff, but it was slow. It was mm. definitely slow. And there was like... Given that it's just him going through space, do you think they could have done with having more stuff happen? They, or would so that they could, have ruined the movie? They, they, they could have gone two ways. So they could have either... Had the same length, but just had a bit more happening. Yep. Um, or shorten or it. Shorten it. Yep. So I think they should have shortened it. Like for the kind of movie they're going for, which is more of like a... It, it wasn't meant to be an action movie. No, with, it, was, yeah. it, was not, it was more of like a character study sort of in it's space. A film. And like it's a film, not a movie. His exploration about his relationship with his father and that, like, that while he's exploring space. That It was kind of that. Um, So they didn't need it to be as long as it was. I think it was over two hours long. And the other characters in the movie don't really matter. Because they're not in it. (laughs) (laughs) They're like very briefly in it. So his wife's uh, Liv Tyler. She's hardly in it. Like maybe three scenes. 
Yep. One dialogue, I think. What about Big Boy Two-Face? So he's not really in it either. Yep. You see him in like video clips, like Brad Pitt watches like video clips on his on his tablet. That's where you see him the most. And then, yeah, that's it. So he's not... I guess he's in it the second most out of everyone. Okay. Like the rest of the characters don't really make any sort of impact at all. I think that's all I had in terms of non-spoilers. So I can give you my ratings. Uh, Infinity Stone rating. So Soul. To be honest, I didn't really connect with it. I know some people really connected with it, but I didn't get that much of a connection with the character as much. So I probably wouldn't give the tone, uh, the Soul. Um, the time, like I said, it feels a bit too long. So I probably wouldn't give it the time either. The power, there is some action, but it's not an action movie, but there is more action than they probably needed to be in a movie like this. Uh, so I'll probably give it half a power. Mind, it does get you thinking. There's probably a deeper meaning to the movie as well, which I haven't really thought about. So I guess it, it gets the mind, so it gets one there. Reality, it does look pretty realistic, and it could potentially be the future, like us flying to the moon and stuff. So I'd probably give it the reality and space. If any movie's going to get it, it's this one. So it gets the space. <laughs> so that is one, two, three and a half. Three and a half out of six, which is pretty good. Yeah. And I'd probably give it a cognitive recalibration, but you wouldn't have to go out of your way to watch it, like in the cinema. I think watch it on streaming. I wouldn't say I had a great time with it, but I didn't hate it at the same time. It was okay. So that's Ad Astra. Spoilers. I just want to talk one spoiler. Oh, two spoilers. Scene. Huh? The baboon scene. Yeah, so... Is that the one you want to talk about? Two, well, there's two. So, yeah. on the moon, there's pirates. Okay. So, I don't know what they're Johnny doing. Johnny Yeah, like <laughs> pirates of the moon. Because um, <laughs> uh, there's a part where they're, like, transported between the commercial airport or, like, space center to, like, a private one. Yep. And then they're, like, attacked by pirates. I don't know what. I don't okay. know what they wanted. Or to steal stuff <laughs> on his ship. <laughs> They didn't really have anything. It was just like this little buggy and they were just driving between like, and there was nothing. It was just like the moon. It was okay. just craters. There's nothing yeah. there. So I don't know what they wanted, but they started shooting at them and there was, yeah. So that happens. And then, so what happens is he goes from earth to the moon on a commercial flight. And then he goes from the moon to Mars, where he's meant to send a signal on the way to Mars. So he, he gets on the ship with like four other people. And they get a distress signal from another ship on the way and they stop to help. And it ends up being like these monkeys. The monkeys sent the distress signal? I don't know who sent it. I think no, there were, there were people on the on the, on the the spaceship that they went on to, but yep. they got attacked by monkeys. Okay. Um, and one of... The, so Brad Pitt and the captain of the ship that he was on to, yep. to Mars get into this um, spaceship to like see what's going on. Yep. They need help. And the captain of the ship gets eaten by a monkey. Okay. <laughs> why were there monkeys on the ship? They never explained it. <laughs> and I don't know why. Does Brad Ashford get away? He gets does he away. Kill, does he kill the monkeys or are the monkeys still on the ship? I think he kills them because he does something. He closes them in like a vessel and then he and then they just like, I think they just burst or something. They just go splat. There was only one monkey. There was only one monkey. I think there was only one. You only see one. So one monkey killed everyone on this ship. Yeah, he was a pretty violent monkey though. Okay. <laughs> what were they doing to this monkey? I don't know how he got there either. See, this is the story they should have they should have really focused on. Why was this monkey being transported? And what what caused the monkey to kill everyone? I don't know. Maybe just he was just hungry. They should have a sequel. Yeah. 
just with the monkey. Just with the monkey. Yeah. But the monkey's dead now. The monkey is dead now. Yes. Okay. But they could do a prequel, like how he got there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How many people were on the ship before? I think there were like 10 or 15 or something. And like, he killed yeah. all of them? I think so, Was yeah. he on roids? <laughs> and he killed the captain as well. Is he a big monkey? He's pretty big, yeah. Big as Brad Astra? I think he's like height-wise he'd be shorter, but like he's probably... What kind of monkey? Is it like a baboon or... I think he's... Gorilla? No, it's not a gorilla. So he's not as big as a gorilla. But I think he's bigger than a baboon, like okay. a normal baboon. Yeah, yeah. So he's not one of those small, skinny monkeys. He's no, like, no, no, no. Okay. he's a, he's a he's like a like an orangutan sort of. But, okay, but, yeah, but meaner because orangutans yes. are pretty nice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> How does he kill them? He just eats them. He like, eats them. Yeah, like just, he just straight up. He just like bites into their face. Oh, he eats their faces <laughs> off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 I just want to watch this scene. <laughs> How long does it go for? So it goes for about five minutes. Okay. Um, but you don't see the monkey till the last minute. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're just going through so the ship. So they go through the ship. Like Brad's, Brad's going through the ship and like he just sees like scratches on the walls and like dead people and stuff. And then he's looking for the captain and he sees the captain like against the wall and he's just not moving. Yeah. And then... Um, and then the monkey appears from the, <laughs> from the side of his face. You see this monkey. And he eats his face? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's... He's, he's eating his, his face. Yeah, he's okay. consuming him. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That seems like it's from a different movie. Yeah, I, I don't know why. It isn't. <laughs> that and the pirate scene. I don't know why they're in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the pirate scene almost sort of fits in, but... But the monkey the, scene, yeah. yeah. Like, that, was, that was a step too far. Yeah, I don't know why that's in this movie. <laughs> But I like it, yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch just that scene. You'll probably find it on YouTube in a couple of months. Yes. Okay, so we did a movie marathon three Please. weeks ago now, yeah. I think. Yeah, so we, we decided to watch a couple of foreign films, one being a Japanese film, one a Chinese film. So we watched Weathering With You, which is a an animation from the director of Your Name, and we watched The Farewell, which is a Chinese film starring Aquafina. I think it's actually an English film, but it's got a lot of Chinese in it. Yeah. It has the Chinese title. Oh, it does. Yeah. But we'll talk about Weathering with you first and we'll get into yeah. the farewell, which is the order we watch them in as well. So this is your first Japanese animation that you've ever watched. It is, yes. That's surprising. I mean, you've watched like... I've watched like Dragon Ball Z. And like Pokemon and stuff. Pokemon, but yeah. But this is yeah. a proper, yeah, yeah, proper movie. So it's directed by Mikado Shinkai. As I said, he directed Your Name. Box office-wise, it's done $128 million worldwide, which is pretty good for a Japanese animation. And... It's been selected as the Japanese entry for the best international feature film at the 92nd Academy Awards. So the the Oscars for next year. It's going to feature in them. The story, I'll go through the story. So it takes place in Japan and it seems to be a time where there's a lot of rain, like it's raining all the time. And it's the story of this kid called Hodaka who escapes from his town and he comes to Tokyo and he meets this girl who has mysterious weather changing abilities what did you think of this movie this being your first japanese animation i did not like this movie (laughs) when we first finished watching it i'm like oh maybe it's okay the more i've thought about it i did not like it at all okay fair enough yeah i didn't even have fun with it i just don't like it (laughs) i wouldn't wouldn't say it's my favorite japanese and it's not even close to my favorite japanese animations I like it for its animation style. I think it's very well. The animation's good. Yeah. yeah. It's like well drawn and looks really good. But the story is shit. Like it's creative, 
it's creative in terms of no one's done this before because it's shit. <laughs> I would, I would say it's imaginative. The story is imaginative. It's just that the characters and just the overall plot just didn't really resonate. Yeah, so it was. It was. I still had an okay time with it. I wouldn't say I hated it. I had a decent time at parts, but overall, the whole movie just didn't resonate with me. Yeah, especially like the last twenty minutes was not good. Your name is much better, definitely. The characters are just more likable than that one as well. This one. This definitely just- didn't sell me on Japanese animation. <laughs> So Studio Ghibli is making another movie next year. It's potentially their last ever movie. So that one might be good. Hopefully that one's good. Studio Ghibli ones are always good, but they're not like, they're, they're very artistic. Like in general, the Japanese, this style of Japanese animation is more artistic than like a normal Pixar sort of animation. So it's yeah. a little bit more artsy in general. Um, so it's not for everyone. I guess we can do our rating. Soul, probably not. Some people were crying in the movie, yeah, but it didn't yeah. resonate with me. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it can touch some some people, but for us, I think we no. didn't get it. Time? It's a bit long. Yeah, it's a bit long. Power? Not really. There's no action. Oh, there is, but it's shit and uh, unnecessary. Mind? Did it make you think? Probably. It's like one of those movies that it's meant to make you think. It did really make me think. Yeah. I think, well, it probably has a deeper meaning at I didn't get the deeper meaning. Did you get the deeper meaning? (laughs) I didn't, but I usually don't for most movies. (laughs) And reality? So I just came back from Japan. So I would say that a lot of the locations look like they do in real life. I've only been to Japan once and I could recognize some of the places they were at. So in that way, it's kind of realistic. Yeah. Hmm. Give it that one. And space. There's no space. Um, So that gets one out of six. Probably deserves that. <laughs> Look, I did. I did not enjoy this at all. I, I thought it was okay, but I would probably give it a. I'm giving it a regression. Okay, I'd have to think about this one. I'd probably give it a regression. I didn't think it was that great. Your name is definitely like a lot better. I don't think we had really had spoilers for this one. I mean, there's not much. Well, <laughs> it's the the story is a bit nonsensical. There's a lot of. Towards the end of the movie, there's a lot of him getting captured by cops and just just running away. Yeah, like, he somehow escapes. Yes, like he every somehow time. escapes every time, <laughs> which was stupid. And the last twenty minutes of the movie is terrible. And he basically, I I don't understand what happened at the end. <laughs> like they basically just let it rain and let Tokyo flood for their for their love, I guess. But no, it's it's stupid. I didn't get it. If you get the bigger, the the deeper meaning of this, please let me know what it is because I don't, <laughs> um, and I don't like this movie. I think this is the worst movie. No, actually, the Nun's worse. This is like close to the Nun for me. So it's one of the worst that we've ever reviewed. Yeah. No, we've seen worse movies than this. <laughs> we've got one coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just want to mention in Japanese, it's called Tenki no Ko, which means Child of Weather. Which is probably makes a little bit more sense than the actual title. Weathering with you. When you said weathering with you, I thought it was W H E. Oh, weather. Yeah. <laughs> Not actual weathering with you. <laughs> I thought they were like going to go through some kind of sorrow. Like I thought it was going to be like weathering heights. <laughs> so straight after this movie, we had a great. This was one of the best movie marathons we've ever had. So we did straight after this movie. We watched the farewell. And this is directed by Lulu Wang, and it's actually a true story about 
some of the stuff that's happened in her life. In Mandarin, the title is... I'm going to butcher this. I don't You're going to butcher know. this so hard. I don't even know. I how did Mandarin is. for three years. Do you want me to read it? Okay. Where is it? It's, it's in English, but yeah. as in it's written in English. No, I'm not going to even try. <laughs> you, can, you can butcher that. It's a Beigosuta. I'm not going to say that again, but in in uh, the literal translation to that is don't tell her or don't let her know. And it's basically follows a family who learn that their grandmother has only a short while left to live and they decide not to tell her and schedule a family gathering just so that... Uh, Everyone can meet her before she dies. Yeah, before she dies. And it's based in part on the director's life experiences and she first publicly discussed this as a part of a radio story uh, what you don't know, and that also appeared uh, as a part of another podcast, another very popular podcast, This American Life. What did you think of this movie? So this one I was a little bit more negative on because I, I was really bored in this movie. Yeah, look, I've heard from a lot of people that really enjoy this movie, and I can see why someone would like it. But yeah, it I is think, not my movie. It's I, not my type of movie. I think there there is a deeper meaning to this movie. It's one of those like subtle movies yes. which you have to like read into what's happening. I think I think we both both of these movies were films yes. and not movies. We prefer watching movies. Yes. Well, I like some films, but some of them like this one. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem with this was we were waiting for something to happen, and look nothing really happens it's just kind of small conversations and camera shots and yeah. things like that i think it's also because we watch this in the cinema i feel like this is not a movie that you watch in the in the cinema it's not really there's nothing there for it to require a big cinema to watch it in. yeah um if you just watched it on tv maybe like you could study it and like look into it a bit more and look i think it's a movie that you could definitely study yeah and like get a deeper meaning out of it but but did i enjoy it no (laughs) (laughs) definitely not because the premise of the story we knew the premise going in can we go into spoilers no one cares about this we can go into spoilers the premise is the movie there's nothing more to it than that yeah well, i was expecting a little bit more to happen i was expecting it to be a bit funnier i thought it yeah because they had they had aquafina in it who i find very funny she's plays a relatively serious character i maybe laughed two or three times in the whole movie but they don't really explore any humorous aspects of it it's yeah it is quite a serious movie in general i mean it's a serious situation i get it when you're in that sort of thing but like I, I feel like if there was a little bit more humor i might have maybe even if there wasn't any more humor but they explored the situation a bit more i understand it's based on real life and that's what happened yeah. but it was too real yeah like <laughs> it was it was basically watching someone's real life which i know people can enjoy it was very it was a very real movie yeah it's very realistic yeah yeah, yeah. but the thing about real life is that sometimes exciting stuff doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> so that's why well it depends what you're what you're watching the movie for so i guess we just weren't there for this sort of thing yes yeah, yeah. but i could see lots of people really enjoying this and yeah. it's like an awards movie yes yeah, yeah yeah which we don't really talk about on this podcast so look yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this wins like an oscar for best foreign film or something like that yeah yeah i would never watch it again though. <laughs> like 100 percent, never watching it again I had a couple of positives. So I thought the performances, like you said, were very realistic. So they were good. They were like nothing to fault on that aspect. 
And some of the conversations which you also mentioned were... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Interesting. Like they talk about like, why would you move overseas when you can stay yeah. in China? And Look, some, of it's- some of this should have been really relatable to us. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of it is like relevant social commentary, especially yeah. for immigrants into the Western world. So from, coming from the East to the West. So that was interesting in some parts. But yeah, overall, I just found it a bit of a drag. Because I think we were waiting for a point where someone tells her that she's going to die, but it never happens. It, yeah, it never happens. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it just gets to a point where you're like, is something going to happen in this movie or are they just going to keep dilly-dallying and and i get they followed what happened in real life but i thought it would be more like they would try to make her happier but they don't really do anything no like they're just depressed and they don't do anything yes and she's the one that's like that that, so they organize this wedding and she's doing the the grandma who's gonna die is doing all the organization for it yeah it's Um, it's just yeah but yeah, if that's it's what a very, happens, it's a very realistic movie though, yeah. because that's probably what happened. Yeah, if that's and, what happened, that's yeah. what happened. So, and yeah. I think the directors followed life to the T. But the thing is, sometimes it's more interesting to go off <laughs> life. But I understand people yeah. would love it. People would love this. Yeah, if you love this movie, I totally understand it. But us two would not enjoy this. I just think we're not mature enough to enjoy films yet. <laughs> we probably never will. Be. Yeah. Because <laughs> we talk about, uh, you know, superheroes bashing up yeah. villains. And I that, think that's what we do here. Both of us are more 
we go to the cinema to be entertained rather than yeah. to have like, I don't mind provided. having a deeper story as long as it's also entertaining yeah. like, I kind of want but I think you're probably you like films better than I would yeah but I I really prefer I would rather watch a Michael Bay movie than watch this oh that's tough <laughs> I would rather yeah. go the like complete other direction where <laughs> I just switch off my brain and watch something shit yeah than watch something like this no I'm I'm, I'm probably more towards the film side because I do like movies that make you think a bit but this this was a little bit too far for me like this yeah. was a little bit um too much of an artsy film um even for me all that being said i probably I probably from my perspective if you're on this if you listen to this podcast because you like superhero movies and action movies you'd probably get a cognitive re- regression for this one yeah agreed yeah but if you like artsy films and Award films, then this is your right up your alley. Right up, yeah. Yeah. It's not. This wasn't directed at us. We're not the target audience, so understandably, we didn't like it. For the right target audience, this would be perfect. Okay, so what a movie marathon that we had that day. I was very bored that day. (laughs) the The next movie I wanted to talk about was um, a movie that we were potentially going to watch. Instead, instead of, of one of these, I, I yeah. think instead of the farewell, we were going to watch this movie, but we didn't watch it, and I ended up watching it um, a couple of weeks later by myself. It's another foreign film. This is a much more commercial film, so it's not by it's by no means an art house film. It's uh, animation, so it's a Chinese animation called Nisha. I hope I'm present- pronouncing that right. In Mandarin, it's called. I'm going to butcher this again. Nisha Zi Motong Jiangshi which is literally Birth of the Demon Child Nija. Why do they have two Mandarin names for it? Nija is obviously Mandarin as well, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the name of the character is Nija. Okay. But I think in Chinese, maybe they just have a longer Okay, title. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually a mythological character in Chinese, part of the Chinese culture. Bit of background on this film. So it's the first Chinese produced animated feature film presented in IMAX. And despite it being the debut feature of its director and animation studios, it is one of the biggest commercial successes in the history of animation, of um, history of Chinese animation. It is the highest grossing animated film in China so far. It is in the top worldwide films of this year, so it's made about 700 million worldwide. So it's, at the moment, it's the eighth, eighth highest grossing film of 2019. It's the third highest grossing animated film of this year. And it is the second highest grossing film of all time in China. So it's obviously very popular. Story-wise, so I missed the first 10 minutes of this movie. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but I could follow it. So it's there's this thing called the Chaos Pearl. And Naturally. Yeah, as, as there is. As there is in everyday yeah. life. What happens is the Chaos Pearl is meant to be like this thing that can solve... I think because I missed the first minutes, so I'm guessing this is what, what it does. It's meant to solve, like... Any chaos? <laughs> I think so. So if yeah. you get attacked by, like, demons or something, you can use a pearl. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's I a power so. stone. <laughs> yeah, sort of. It's like a stone. It's yes. like an infinity stone. This is this is what they had. So due, due to its ability to absorb energy, it's, it's split into two pieces. So one piece is the good side, so it's called the spirit pearl, and one piece is, like, the bad side, and that's called the diamond pearl. Uh, I mean, the the demon pearl. So what happens at the start of the movie is there's this bad group of dragons that want to get the the good part of the pearl, so like the spirit pearl. 
okay. and there is the humans and they also want to get the spirit pill uh, and what no one wants the bad pill no nah, no one wants the demon one jeez um, feel sorry for that <laughs> what happens at the start of the movie is I think it's one of the em- emperors of this town he has a child and they wanted to use the, the child's spirit. the pearl they wanted to use the spirit pearl on the child like they wanted to make him like the the, the warrior they wanted to make him the pearl they want to use the pearl on him so he bec- he gets like the powers of the pearl oh okay yeah. and um, he's Nisha and he's Nisha ah uh, uh, yes nailed but, it but the dragon people they steal the spirit pearl and the demon pearl goes to the Nisha so he gets the bad one. Oh, okay yeah so he's evil now so he's evil yeah so he's basically evil like yeah he he always creates havoc in the village like he like he's Loki yeah he's a bit he is a bit like that he's yeah. a bit of he causes mischief so he's like this demon pearl and the prophecy is that in three years time a lightning strike will hit this demon being and kill them so that's a prophecy and obviously they don't want that to happen because he's like human and then like so they put all his but he's evil he's evil yeah like he's inherently evil like they try to make him good but he's just evil so why don't they just let him die let him die because <laughs> the mom and dad don't want him to die so sentiment he, yeah so he grows up with like just distance from the village so everyone hates him pretty much everyone hates him except his mom and dad and they like keep him enclosed in the palace so he doesn't go out but he still like gets out and creates creates havoc oh that um, bastard and then one day he ends up meeting the son of the dragon guy so who's got the good are they dragons yeah okay so they're actually dragons yeah yeah like yeah. his dad's an actual dragon but the the actual guy with the pearl is he's got like a human form um so he ends up meeting him and then they become friends but then you find out that they're mortal enemies and uh. Uh, so the prophecy is that the spirit pearl dude is meant to save the village before the lightning strikes. are the dragon guys bad yeah Okay, but he's got the good pearl, so he's good. Yeah, so they wanted the good one for the dragons because everyone doesn't this, like him. Why the fuck did they want the good one? They're bad. <laughs> get the bad one. <laughs> it works better. You're bad, you get the bad one. Yeah, they wanted the good one, so they got the good one. Okay, yeah. 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 So he's good now. The dragon kid's good. Well, he's got the good pearl, but he's... He's like, bad as well. So like, everyone's bad in this movie. Like his dad wants him to do good, like bad stuff, but oh, he's, okay. he's good. But he yeah. wants to do good stuff. Yeah. And then the other guy, his dad wants him to do good stuff, but he wants to do bad stuff. Uh. So that's the basic story. And it's about how Nija kind of defies his destiny. And he becomes good. He eventually becomes good. Oh, okay. And the other guy becomes bad? He does, but then he becomes good as well. Oh, okay. So everyone's good in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And there's a sequel because the dragons... So the dragon father dude... Spoilers for this movie. So if you haven't seen it, skip to the next review that we're doing. Basically, at the end of this movie, what happens is Nija finds out that his parents have been lying to him his whole life. So they never tell him that he's the demon kid. And he finds out and then he, like, becomes a demon. Um, And then the spirit dude comes and he tries to save the village. But then they find out that he's working with the dragon. So they don't like him either. Um, But these two are friends because they've met before. And they end up stopping the lightning bolt together. So nothing happens. And they go into the the original pearl like they become the original pearl again but they set up a sequel because the dragons the king of the dragons dude he has like all these other dragons around him and they like revolt against him but they come to like a truce so they said there's some other thing that they can do and that's going to be in the sequels i think there's two sequels so there's one with the dragons and there's another one which is completely different i don't even know who that character was but they're setting up some other movie 
with that too. Okay. So it's like the Nisha Nisha verse. Nisha verse. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I actually like this movie. I think some of the Chinese humor and stuff I didn't really get. They've got a different sense of humor. It's probably just like a cultural thing. So I just didn't understand that. But animation wise, it was really good. And story wise, um, it was interesting. Like it was a bit of Chinese culture which I didn't know about. So I thought it was it was quite good. There's some nice action sequences in it. It's a little bit more violent than I actually expected. It is still a kids' movie, but there's like blood and stuff. Not heaps, but you see blood, unlike in Disney animations or Pixar animations. But yeah, I thought it was not a bad time. Like it's worth a watch at in your leisure. Like you don't have to go out of your way, but yeah. So I would give it a cognitive recalibration. Cool. And we probably should have watched this instead of The Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or instead of Weathering With You, yeah. either of them. Yeah. It sounds better than both of those. Yeah, like it has a bit more action and it's, like it's definitely played to um, more, like please more audiences. Like it's not a niche sort of thing. That's why it's made so much money as well. Like I think it's really catered to like the Chinese, like the mass Chinese audience. Potentially could become the highest grossing Chinese movie of all time as well so lastly we had one more review before we finish up the episode so you wanted to watch Rambo Last Blood but you didn't but you watched another movie on Netflix so we're going to talk about that what was that movie? that movie is Tall Girl so you may have heard of this movie uh, well you may have not have, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's become a bit of a phenomenon has it? yeah okay yeah. yeah fair enough I watched it I think it came out on the Friday I was bored on the Sunday, so I watched it on the weekend it came out. Oh, so you were one of the first. I was I was probably the first person to ever watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. But yeah, I was I, I watched it pretty much as soon as it came out. So what's it about? Okay. This is gonna sound very stupid when I explain it, but that is the story of the movie. There's this girl who's in high school and she is tall. So tall when we say six tall. one. It's tall. Shorter than me. Yes. But she's she's 16 years old. Girls grow earlier, right? So she's yeah. probably not going to no. grow much taller than that. No. Yeah. So she's 6'1". <laughs> She'd be a good basketball player. Yeah, that's what I thought when I was watching this movie. <laughs> like, just take up basketball, bitch. Um, <laughs> basically, the premise is she gets bullied because she's tall. She has to overcome that. There's this line in this movie... She's like, you think you have it bad? I have to wear size 13 Nikes. Think about that. So basically, she... wouldn't mind that. (laughs) Yeah. The the premise is she's tall, so she gets bullied. Nothing else. That's the premise. There's nothing else to it. She's got two friends? Okay, she's got two friends. She's got one friend who's like this sassy black girl and... Yeah, that's that's about her. That's that's all her character is. She's got one friend who's a sassy black girl, and she's got this other friend who's like this short short guy who's in love with her, and she doesn't want to date him because he's short. Is that why, or she just never um, saw him as like? Oh, it's a bit yeah. of that, but yeah. also because he's short. She wants to date someone tall, uh, but there's no one tall in the school. Yeah, I mean, there's, there there are tall people. There, are, you can find someone tall. I'm sure you can. Six one is not that tall. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's so it's funny because she's she acts like she's got like a she's a minority. She acts like she's a minority, and that's why she's getting bullied. She doesn't have any physical ailments because of her tallness. It's not like she's um 
like she doesn't have giant man syndrome or something where she's like physically ill because she's tall. She's just tall. Yeah. She's like a basketball. She's shorter than most basketball players. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, for women. It, no, no, it's, but it's still like basketball players, women, 6'1 and up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's 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 on the taller side for a woman. Yes. Definitely. But yes. I don't think it warrants her being bullied. No. <laughs> There's this hilarious line. She's in like she gets bullied by this girl who's like the popular girl in school. And she's And doing- at one point that girl wears a shirt with sassy on it. Does she? I yeah. can't remember that. <laughs> um anyway, she she gets bullied by this girl and there's this flashback when she's like in primary school. And she's singing that she sings this song. Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, she's like, "When I grow up, I want to be like Taylor Swift." And then the girl who's bullying her, she's like, "More like Taylor Swift." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone laughs, and she's sad. I'm like, "Is that even a bad thing?" <laughs> she thinks she still thinks she's going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift is actually pretty tall. Yeah, when you think about this, most supermodels and like <laughs> people that go into modeling. They're like six one and up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift is like she's my height. She's I'm pretty yeah, sure. She's yeah. tall. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she wants to date a tall person, and this Swedish exchange student comes. Exchange student. Yeah. Yeah. He comes to the school, and he's tall, and he's good looking, and she wants to date him. Yeah, but he's a jerk. Well, I know not how this, really. I, I no. know how these movies work. So he's, he's actually not a jerk. <laughs> so he's he's an okay bloke, and they like get to know each other. But he starts dating the bully. So the bully and him start dating each other. But then he kind of gets to know the tall chick. Yeah, and they kiss on a train or something. And then he's like, "I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave the other chick to date you." But then he doesn't leave the other chick. He lies. Yes. And there's this hilarious fight scene, <laughs> which is filmed on an iPhone from different angles. <laughs> they they cut it into different angles, and she sees the footage, and he basically, the Swedish guy talks shit about her at a party. And for some reason, this guy, the short guy, is... So the, the, the exchange Swedish student, exchange student lives with the short guy. That's right, yeah. Yes. And, and she have, never knows that. She never knows about it. They never discuss it, but I think she knows it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just it's never, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never discussed. And they have a the, the short guy's having a party at his house, and the Swedish ex- exchange student says he was messing with the tall girl, and the short guy gets pissed off, and he runs he, for for some reason. He always has a box with him. <laughs> He's got like a big box, a crate. He's yeah. got a crate which he carries his books in. Stupidest thing ever. And he tries to hit hit the dude with his box and he like runs in in slow motion and tries to hit him with his box and he comically misses by like 10 meters it's the worst <laughs> fight scene ever and then um he gets bashed up he gets bashed up well yeah. he punches some bloke and then the other bloke punches him the swedish bloke punches him no 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 some other bloke punches him oh okay the swedish bloke doesn't punch him so the swedish bloke apologizes to the tall girl and says he wants to get back with her but he rejects her no, she rejects him, sorry. And then she goes to the short guy's house and she's like, I want to be with you. Because in the video, he talks about the color of her eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> in the video where he punches, he's like, do you even know anything about her? He's like, do you know the color of her eyes? And the guy's like blue. And he's like, no, they're brown. <laughs> and, and that makes her love him now. 
So now she loves it because he knows the color Color of her eyes. eyes. Okay. Yes. No one's ever noticed that, obviously. No. And she basically loves him. And then at the end of the movie, you find out he carries the box because eventually he knows he's going to kiss her. So he carries the box so he can stand on the box to kiss her. Wow. Which is so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) How poetic. (laughs) How poetic. How amazing is that? Okay. This is, this sounds amazing. It's probably the best movie I've ever and we seen. We haven't even talked about this, her sister. The sis- she's got a sister who does pageants in the movies. And she's in the movie. Yeah. She okay. she does pageants. At one point she gives her a makeover. That's why she's in the movie. Uh yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. There's this part when they go to an escape room and they they get through some of the rooms in the escape room and then there's like three couples. So the Swedish guy goes out with the bully chick. The bully chick's friend goes out with the short bloke and there's this random guy who's also friends with them who goes out with the tall girl all go to this escape room and then they're like, oh, let's just relax in this room for a while. And they all just Doesn't make the time run out? No, I don't know why. They're just, oh, let's, let's just relax in this room for a bit. This is not how you do escape rooms, first off. And they all just make out for a, for a while. And they're all just looking at each other while they're backing out. It's such a weird scene. <laughs> it's so weird. Look, it's a movie. It's on Netflix, right? Yes, it's on Netflix. Check it out. First off, the premise is so stupid. <laughs> and yeah, there's there's very no, very nonsensical moments in it, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds amazing. So is it a cognitive regression? 100%. <laughs> Get zero stones. <laughs> okay. Cognitive regression for that one. Zero stones. <laughs> so that's that's all we had. Um, I don't know if uh, Rambo Last Blood would have been better or worse than that. Hundred percent better. You can't get you can't get worse than this. Saying that though, I had a friend that watched it and she liked it. So maybe you'll like it. <laughs> I won't like it. No. Just just based on that, I don't think I like it. Uh, okay, we'll go back to who am I, and then we'll wrap it all up. I'm a member of the Olympians, a group of humanoid beings that hail from the pocket dimension Olympus. I was worshipped by the humans of ancient Greece and the Roman Empire. I am the god of horses and the sea, storm and earthquakes. Born over 10,000 years ago, I was the oldest son of the titans Cronus and Rhea. However, my father feared Uranus' prophecy that his own son will overthrow him. Any child my mother bore him, either he either imprisoned in Tartarus in his own stomach by eating them, He consumed me along with my siblings. Appalled at the mistreatment of their children, my mother concealed her sixth pregnancy from him and secretly gave birth to Zeus. When he was grown, Zeus went down to Tartarus to free me and my siblings. In modern times, I sent Namor on a quest to reclaim his trident in order to regain the Atlantean throne. Afterwards, I decreed Namor the true ruler of Atlantis. Who am I? So you said Zeus, so technically you probably mean Poseidon, but also Neptune. Yes. That's they're both the same person. Yes. Neptune's Roman, yes. Poseidon's Greek. Yeah. Zeus is um what's his name in Roman? It is Mercury. No, no, it's not. It's Jupiter. He's Jupiter in um in Roman mythology. That's good to know. But in uh, I think in the comics he's actually known as Poseidon. It's Poseidon in the comics. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of more exciting in Greek mythology than Roman. In Roman, they're all, like, strict and follow the rules. In Greek mythology, they just do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> okay. That brings us to the end of the episode. If you didn't understand why I did that, obviously Neptune and Ad Astra and that connection. Dad Astra. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sad Astra. 
Yeah, it's a bit sad. He's, he's, he gets his a bit sad. His dad dies in the end. We didn't even talk about that. His dad dies, doesn't he? Yeah, so what happens at the end is... Okay, spoilers for Astra. <laughs> yeah. spoiler, spoiler alert again. So what happens at the end is he ends up going to Neptune eventually. And well, his dad doesn't is. want him there. No. And the other thing is... Um, so in this movie, they like before they go to a certain planet, they tell you like the time, like ext- estimated time to arrival. And I think from Mars to Neptune, it was like 91 days or something like that. It's um, a long time. And from the moon to Mars, it was like 19 days. Okay. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. scientifically accurate, I think. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty interesting. But yeah, he finds his dad in Neptune and his dad, you find out that his dad killed like all the people on the expedition because they wanted to go back home and he didn't want them to go back home. So he ends up killing like everyone on the on the spaceship and he's the only one left. And bad Astra. Yeah. He's he's bad dad. So Brad Pitt finds him and he's like, oh, he's kind of like delusional. Like he just, he's basically spent his whole life trying to find if there's life outside of Earth. Like he's explored the solar system and he hasn't found anything. And then there's this part where like Brad Pitt's looking at like all these photos that he's taken of the solar system and like how beautiful it is and stuff. But all his dad cared about was like finding life. So he didn't Mm. care about anything else. Um, So he did collect all his data, but his dad basically thought it was useless data so bradford collects all the data anyway like he takes it and he's like dad we're going home and they're like leaving and then tommy lee jones is just like i'm going and he just like lets go of his harness and he just floats into space okay yeah. and he dies and he dies yes yeah well yeah he uh, dies. yeah not straight away but he will <laughs> he will die yeah. yes yeah and then brad pitt somehow finds a way then brad pitt's sad ashra <laughs> He, well, he's, he, Does, doesn't he this is probably the stupid part doesn't he like cause an explosion and then he like flies back to yeah, earth yeah so he uses yeah. the propulsion from the explosion to get back to earth because he doesn't have i don't think he had enough fuel to get him all the way back to earth yeah so at, initially he uses that as a propulsion and then he finds a way home but I don't think he's that sad because, like, the whole movie is kind of his exploration of his relationship with his dad and he finds, finds out, out it's shit. <laughs> yeah, like, he never really had any sort of, like, connection yeah. with him. So, like, when his dad's like, yeah, I'm going, he's sad for, like, a minute, but then he's like, nah, I'm going home. That he's badass, Astra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he finds his way back to the ship. Like, he floats through space, like, floats in front of Neptune and then he gets onto his ship and goes home. Cool. It's not, it's, yeah, like, it's not a bad movie. It's out of the, all the movies we've reviewed today, it's probably the... Second best one after Tall Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably the best one, isn't it? Probably the best one, yeah, like, I think Nija's probably not as good. So, yeah, probably the best one. Okay, so we've brought in our perspective, like, doing some different stuff now. But we're going to be back doing superhero stuff in the next episode, so Joker... We just watched it last night, so we're yep. going to record it straight after this. We'll be talking about that next. It's a interesting movie. I've got a lot to say. Uh, so if people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? So we've got uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook, which we put a story up of watching Joker yesterday. Yeah. should have a look at it. That's it. Cognitive recalibration. There's not much to see. It's just me. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. Cognitive recalibration. And then... We've got our Twitter at C Recalibration, and you can always send us an email at cognitive recalibration at gmail.com. We're on all podcasting platforms now, so whatever your favorite podcasting services will be on there. Uh, make sure you 
tell your friends about this podcast if they're into this sort of stuff. If you do have time, give us a review on iTunes because that's how people can find us. So if yeah. people search an episode, we're more likely to come up if we have a, a good positive review for our podcast. So if you do have time, do give us a, a review. And also follow me on my personal Instagram if you want. Okay. I'm at, I'm at t- uh, Tarun Raj. No, underscore Tarun Raj. 94 i think okay you're yeah. not very sure about that. yeah i'll i'll be sure next time <laughs> yeah i post some stuff on there sometimes okay yeah, yeah. i um don't have a personal instagram so <laughs> my instagram is the cognitive recalibration instagram so um check that out yeah I, I do post stuff on twitter though on our cognitive recalibration twitter so check that out thanks for listening to this episode our jumble of reviews jumble of random movies yeah but back to back to the main event next week yes Yeah, we'll be back to our normal style of episodes in the next week. So we'll see you then. Thanks for listening and see you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.